What is going on, party people, and welcome to episode 19 of The Captain's Log. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and this week I am joined by two wonderful ladies uh, here at The Whatnots. Uh, first and foremost, Jess Beaver. Welcome back. Hi, hello, thanks. Yeah, and for the first time ever, Belinda <laughs> Garcia. Hi, guys. On the podcast. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. It's... So, Jess, I, I, I said welcome back. You recorded with us last week as well. Unfortunately, we had so much technical difficulties on that one, even after recording it. Oh, my goodness. We couldn't put that episode out. So we lost that entire oh, thing. No. I, that sounds awful. Yeah. Awesome. It, Eric sent me his thing, and it was only the first eight minutes <laughs> and oh, no. we recorded for like an hour and a half and then oh. I, I was like oh it's fine this is why i do redundant recordings hopefully we can at least salvage something and sure enough i went to go look for the redundant recording and it was nowhere to be found so that was no fun we had a fantastic episode too so Crazy stuff is happening. Uh, we're starting a little bit later than we normally do as well, again, because of technical difficulties, but I think everything is working now. So welcome if you guys are joining us live on Twitch. You guys can be watching this every single week uh, on thewhatnots.com slash live streams or on twitch.tv slash thewhatnots. Um, and if you guys can't make that, that is a-okay. It'll be up on YouTube and as a podcast the following week. Um, so yeah, you guys, you guys got no, no worrying to do. <laughs> no worrying. Well, yeah. Uh, let's 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 hang out. Let's let's get to know one another. Let's hang out. <laughs> yeah. Belinda, this is yes. I, I I mentioned it kind of before we started recording this is like the first time that you and i have ever actually had a conversation besides yeah, like business so logistics. so exciting yeah. <laughs> um yeah we saved our um, first introductions for a podcast so everybody can join in on that um yeah it's so great to be here um yeah kyle's been trying to get me on the podcast for months now and i've just never been available on fridays at 2 30 yeah. until now <laughs> and i took the opportunity and i went on discord and i was like kyle like book me i'm i'm coming on <laughs> like <laughs> let's make this uh, happen yep let's make it happen we've got it and we're here so <coughs> really 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 great to be here there you go. And uh, by the way, Melissa right now is in the chat. She's uh, one of our other co-hosts. She says, hello, everyone. She is Hi, Melissa. packing up because she is moving. <gasps> Yay. Moving to a new Sounds apartment. Exciting. Moving is so frustrating. It's stressful. Yes. And it being a big fan of physical media and having lots of books and movies and games and things um, <laughs> to move. And I'm also very stubborn. I won't get rid of any of them. So that's yes. always fun. <laughs> yep. I, I think yeah. I, I have six long boxes oh, of single issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. stuff. Oh, that's a lot. We just moved in May, which doesn't seem like that long ago, but me, my boyfriend and I 
Uh, and one of our college friends moved from an apartment where it was just me and Cody to um, a house, which is super exciting. But we also remodeled everything. Mm. So Cody got the house on May 3rd. Oh, wow. And I think we moved in June 10th. And we did redo all the floors and scrape the ceilings because oh, wow. uh, they were popcorn ceilings. And so we're still, like, just getting settled in because when we moved in, everything was, like, in the middle of our living room because we still had to do the trim. Uh, And so we just last week had a housewarming party, and we're still sort of getting settled in, making those Ikea trips and everything. mm, It's a hassle. That is a lot of work. I'm also in a house that's kind of been set up. I mean, it's – the house – I mean, the basement is supposedly a separate apartment, even though they haven't really separated it. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's an older uh, apartment, and so we're, like, slowly trying to do work, but it's also, like, we're like, hey, landlord, you should help us out, because this really shouldn't be our responsibility. This is no fun. You should do all the stuff you said you were going to do. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, but we're like, okay, we need to, like, hire a gardener. How much is that going to be? Like, let's make the house look like we're not college kids anymore. Yeah, I have a lot of art that I still need to put up, like, just so many posters and things that I want to hang up that I just – haven't yet and they're just sitting there waiting for me to put them up and I uh we also moved in um at the end of May too so I'm just I'm slowly putting things up also like I want to frame everything because it just looks nicer and it looks like you put more effort into putting this stuff on your wall and so that's one step is I have to go get frames well I have to measure everything then go get frames and then put it up and it just haven't done any of that yet yeah, but and I will that gets expensive too <laughs> yes to it buy does all that stuff. so crazy stuff so best of luck to Melissa in the move she's been slowly packing up all month um and actually Jess you are going to be substituting for her uh with me on the review show this next episode yeah um yes it's a thing i'm doing (laughs) so you said my name and i was like oh (laughs) yeah we're we're gonna be reading a graphic novel called iron or the war after i had never heard of this book until this past week and i found it on comiXology unlimited and it looks Mm -hmm. beautiful uh, it's all this like watercolor, Ooh. like it, it's it's watercolor, but it's really stark, and it has mm. this mix of like Miyazaki and Legend of Korra style art <gasps> artwork to it. Uh, Sounds and it, like it, my cup of tea. Yeah, Ooh. it it's <laughs> it it looks fantastic, and it's an anthropomorphic like spy dr- drama. So I'm I'm like hell yes, yeah, sign me up. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, but that should be out once this goes public for everyone to listen to. That episode should be available a few days after this. Uh, hey. So be on the lookout for that. Woo. Hell yes. Nobody can see me, but I'm doing a little dance. <laughs> um, so, Jess, last week yes. you mentioned that you were looking for a new job. Yeah. Have you found anything yet how's 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 that been going it's 
Uh, again, nobody can see me, but I'm almost like laughing. It's not going <laughs> super great. I've applied to like 20 jobs, one, uh, 13 of which are in the school district that I live in alone for like secretary positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one interview last Wednesday or this Wednesday, because today is Friday. It was real weird. <laughs> um, was, I used to work at a museum that I really enjoyed. I have a degree in history, but my first background is in retail because I worked at a comic shop for three and a half years. Mm. And so I've been very hesitant to go back to retail, but there was an assistant manager position open somewhere for like a place that sells phones. And I was like, okay, that might not be terrible. And it's assistant managers. Like that looks good on a resume. So they invited me to interview and I was like, I'm going to go interview even if I don't think I want it just because it's good practice and maybe Mm -hmm. It'll turn out to be okay. Better to have something rather than nothing, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right. that, too. And so I went in for this interview. Turns out it's in their warehouse. And I just want to say, the guy who interviewed me was super nice. Um, there, it was immediately clear to me that there are very few women who work for that place. Mm-hmm. Because, one, the desk immediately to the left of the door had a big bottle of whiskey underneath it. It was very visible. <laughs> and then another desk had, like, a vape pen on it. And another desk just had, like, some dude's keys and sunglasses, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Good, clean family fun. What are you talking about? (laughs) Whiskey everywhere? Sounds good to me. (laughs) Like, it is their warehouse, so I get it. It's not customer-facing, but I was like, but you knew you were going to interview somebody. Yeah. So, um, you know, probably won't take that one. And I've got a phone interview for something next Wednesday, so... All, like, secretary stuff. But if I don't get something soon, it's been, like, two weeks, I will probably jump back into retail just for like a month or so while I find yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Thank yeah, you. Good luck. All the good vibes. Yes. Been applying like crazy, so it's just a matter of somebody who's like, hmm, she seems interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind of stuck at the job that I, I have. I love it and I hate it. It is the most boring thing ever, but I can sit there and kind of goof off if I don't have anything to do Uh, so i just i sit there and like read comics and listen to podcasts and stuff like that Uh, and they pay me to do that so (laughs) sounds awesome yeah yeah my old job was a mix of like oh sorry trying not to cough into the mic um it's still really smoky here in washington um my old job was this interesting mix. It was customer service because it was a museum, but it wasn't retail. And so I was like, I love this, and I love working with kids, but people have no respect for me. Mm. So that was not so great. Yeah. Now, you what just you mentioned it was smoky. You're, you're up in Seattle area, Olympia? Where are you at? Yeah. So for anybody living outside of Washington, I'm in Seattle. For people living in Washington, I'm in Federal Way, which is about... 45 minutes to an hour south of Seattle, depending okay. on traffic. And there's gotcha. nothing here but Asian restaurants, which is great. <laughs> Those are super good. But that's that and like a bowling alley in a movie theater. There was a circus the other day in the mall parking lot. Interesting. That was kind of neat. Didn't go. Um, but I, I ask because Belinda, you're in L.A., right? Am I... no, 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 no. I'm in um... – for people living in California, I'm in Emeryville. For people not, I'm right outside San Francisco. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so I am in uh, Northern California, but it's still, there are fires everywhere. Yes. Um, and it's been going on for a while. And the ones that were up like by Sonoma and such about last year, 
um, those got really close to my parents' house, actually. Um, And so my siblings and I had to go and, like, pack up the house and evacuate it because my parents were in Europe at the time. Yeah, it was was kind of like an insane week. Um, We had to, like, go grab the dogs and my brother and, like, pack up the house. It was kind of nuts, but uh, thankfully... It didn't get too close. It got about two miles from their house. That's, um, that's pretty like the close. House. Yeah, and because um, uh, there's just a bunch of hills. You know, it's just a yeah. bunch of just very flammable hills um, that uh, that house is near. And that's the house I I lived in like since like before I moved out here, like since the fifth grade. So oh, wow. yeah, it was it was kind of frightening to like think about. Like I have my old bedroom and all my, you know, high school journals and, you know, my yearbooks and all this like very nostalgic stuff. I'm like, do I haul it all out of here and just lots of pictures and stuff. So that was like very emotional and like trip down memory lane type of thing. But um, yeah, I have terrible, terrible asthma. So the smoke in the air has not been friendly to me but i'm okay now but it it got really bad a few months ago when like the fires were a little bit closer Mm -hmm. to me then yeah it's rough rough yeah my i'm so i'm on the east coast i'm in richmond virginia Mm -hmm. um and so i mean there's absolutely nothing near 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 us but my parents are out in wyoming and it's smoky out where they are Um, wow so yeah, like it's it's gone all the way up in, into the into the Rockies and stuff. So they're uh, like, yeah, we we like we can normally see the mountains f- f- from our house, and we can't even see them now. So oh no, yeah, crazy stuff happening around the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, um, only like the right half of Washington State is on fire right now, not so much the left half, but all the ash is everywhere. And I think the funniest thing has been seeing people's reactions. There was somebody in Spokane, which is on the eastern side of the state, that organized an event where they wanted everybody in Spokane to put at least five box fans on their roof and then (laughs) blow the smoke out to sea. Or like back up into Canada, and then there's if everyone just this... takes a deep breath yeah. at the same time. <laughs> and there's there's been this Facebook event that's like everybody. It's an ongoing one. It's like throw rocks at the smoke to make it go away, which is you know total BS. But we are all hating it. But we finally got a little bit of rain yesterday, and I think I almost cried oh, tears good. of joy. That's awesome. That was very exciting. Good news. Good news. Um. Well, I, I, I have a couple questions kind of for Belinda since I Me? mentioned yeah, <laughs> uh, s- since I, I've, I've not gotten to speak with you. I've, I've been following you on Twitter now for a couple months, so I've gotten to know you kind of through Twitter. But that, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like you, you, you never really know someone just based <laughs> off of their, uh, their social media stuff. Um, but yeah, I've I've been trying to get you on the show for what seems like months now. <laughs> yes. And and you've been a very busy woman. Very uh, busy. At, at one point, you went to three conventions back to back. Yeah, I've been all over the place recently. <laughs> tell me a bit about 
about it. What all of you did done? This oh, um, so uh, let's start with like the very first convention I ever went to um, with San Diego Comic Con just because when I was younger, I was like, when I turn 21, I'm going to start to go every year. And nice. I've been doing that for the past, oh God, I think this is the fourth year. I'm turning 25. Yep, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I um, went to that um, in July. Oh, wait, wait, that was not my first one. Before that, in June, I went to E3. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so in June, I went to E3, and this was my first time going with the Geeks of Color team um, as media, and it was absolutely amazing. I actually got to sit down um, at the Xbox conference, uh, so that was kind of like a magical thing for me, um, also because, um, you know, I've played Halo since forever since like I can even remember and I just just to be sitting there and being like I cannot believe like that I'm here right now just like the whole course of my life um and I didn't think they were going to announce anything for Kingdom Hearts 3 which is my Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game of all time and (laughs) and I like you know they usually save any announcements for the PlayStation conference or the Square Enix conference. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Xbox. We'll just see some really cool stuff. And then they went ahead and made this announcement. They're like, this IP is coming to Xbox for the first time. And I, like, couldn't breathe. Like, I was like, what is happening? I wasn't ready for this. I didn't mentally prepare for this. I didn't physically prepare for this. <laughs> like, uh, And I'm, like, you know, in tears because it was just, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It was it was more people can play this game and be absolutely confused by the storyline with the rest of us (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so that was kind of you know a memory that i'm gonna hold with me forever that was really 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 great um other than that um so geeks of color also works remotely we're all from different places and that was the first time i had met uh members of our team in person um so that was like a really great experience. They have now become my family. And, you know, we went to all these events together, demoed a bunch of games together and got really close. And um, yeah, so they are really, really great. Um, if you have any time, check them out. Awesome. They're all really great. What's the uh, website? Uh, it's uh, just on Twitter. It's at Geeks of Color. And then the website is geeksofcolor.co, I believe. Um, so yeah, and have you know, a podcast uh, as well, right? We do. So the flagship podcast, the Geeks of Color podcast, um, they are actually starting back up again. I think they're releasing an episode next week. Um, but I am pretty active on our gaming podcast <coughs> called Game Boys of Color. There you um, go. yes. So also go check that out if you like podcasts too. Um, we're on iTunes and Spotify and sometimes Google Play technical difficulties happen so I don't know about know this that last very episode well. <laughs> yeah um, and then so E3 then I went to San Diego Comic Con um, just for fun because I always like I love San Diego Comic Con and 
for the past couple of years, I've really been going to just hunt down my favorite comic cre- creators and um, kind of just get a chance to talk to them and tell them how much I love them. Um, so Robbie Thompson, who's the writer for Silk, who mm-hmm. um, love him. I actually see him every year and I'm just like, hi, me again. <laughs> What's up? We miss Silk. Did you hear the Silk news? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and just uh, talk to him a little bit. Uh, this year, I got to meet Marjorie Liu, who writes Monstrous. That's awesome. Um, and uh, this year's Eisners, I actually got to catch her the day after she was the first woman to win Best Writer. Yeah. And that was a huge deal to me, being a writer um, and studying writing, because it just like blew my mind like I was in tears I they took home a bunch of awards including like I think best cover artist and best interior artist because that book is gorgeous it is yeah, so it is. gorgeous <laughs> like I I like can't believe like that is the longest I've ever taken to read a graphic novel because it's just I'm just like oogling like every page every every time um so yeah i met them and then like i think last year i met um brian leo malley and leslie hung for slot girl nice um, robert kirkman i've run into a couple times and had him sign like my issue 100 of the walking dead and stuff like that um so i really just run around um and do that Sometimes when I have time, I make stuff and I cosplay. But that's been on hiatus for a little bit because time is a thing. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. Um, and what else? And then we went to RTX. Um, and that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's super, super great. RTX is in a way sometimes my favorite convention because I feel like the Rooster Teeth community is very intimate Um, and it's a really great convention again the first time I was there as media with Geeks of Color team and they were just so friendly and amazing and the PR team was so great and everybody we met and talked to was super 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 great and yeah and then so the next event for GOC will be New York Comic Con, which is coming up in October. Go. Yeah, so we'll be flying out there. We've got um, like our place booked, our flights are booked, and we're gonna be running around there. So if you want to see me or any of them, we will be there. Sounds will good. You be there? I be I won't. Uh, I oh. I am broke and have no money to go to any conventions. <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully, hopefully this next year I'll start to get to go to some. Uh, I would love to make it out to RTX, uh, and one of I, th- I think I, I like I want to go to San Diego Comic Con just to say that I'll I'll have like that I've been to, to that one. Yeah, but I kind of want to <laughs> go to Emerald City. Like I feel like that's a better convention. I hear it's more like it's it's not as uh, I, don't, I don't even know what the right word for it is, but it 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 is more of an actual Comic Con, whereas yeah, so San Diego is like Entertainment Con. Correct. Yeah. So I've been um, I've been meaning to eventually make it out to Emerald City Comic Con just because that's what I've heard about it. 
Um, but the kind of good thing, so San Diego Comic Con is like basically now like a pop culture convention. Yeah. Like it's, you know, the biggest movies and the biggest TV shows and the biggest stars are there. And that's all really great. But you will not get any FaceTime with them because they're, you know, everybody's there for that which is kind of a blessing to people who want to run around and, like talk to writers like me. Yeah. Um, so because like there is a huge comic section, but it's not maybe as popular as like the pop culture section, um, which like, you know, benefits me because I get to spend more time with like the people that I really want to talk to and get this FaceTime with and, ask them questions and tell them how much this means to me mm-hmm. and like blah, blah, blah. And so that's kind of the, I don't want to say good thing about San Diego Comic-Con is that it is more pop culture focused. Um, but I do like, it is a goal of mine to make it out to Emerald City. So maybe next year we can both go, right? And then we can go there and have a good time. Yeah. Hopefully. And and you <laughs> and Eric yeah and, and Eric right we could just have a cool and Melissa giant. should start saving up so she can come as well yes and then we can yeah all... I was gonna say as a Seattleite I and somebody's been to Emerald City I think twice I really like it um one Seattle is the freaking bee's knees um, I love Seattle I've been there twice great. I I um, almost moved out towards that area a couple years ago but it didn't work out it's a fantastic uh it's an exhausting commute but i like seattle a lot and i like emerald city comic-con um because it's something i don't really like go i don't go to comic-cons very often i've been to emerald city and i've been to rose city Mm -hmm. um And I only went to Rose City because it was my little sister's birthday and the Weasley twins were going to be there. Um, I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. So it was like the whole reason we went. We met them. They were the sweetest people. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I don't – it's overwhelming for me. I'm a really – like I'm a people person, but it's a lot – Comic-Cons are a lot of people. And I just mm-hmm. want to buy like all of the art. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, don't have time. Take one of um, everything. Slash money. <laughs> yeah. But um, – I really loved Emerald City. I got some cool stuff there, um, including a print that was, like, specialized to Seattle. It's got the Space Needle and the Great Wheel, and it was really cool. And I think that that's where I got to see Jen Bartell and Kate Leth again, but that also might have been Rose City. I can't remember. I just remember that I lost my shit. I met them last year and absolutely lost my shit. I am a huge fan of both of them, and I have a huge crush on both of them. <laughs> Eric was with us when I met um, Kate Leth, and I was just, like, I was shaking a little. Like, I did not have my comma. I was, like, buying a pin from her, and, and uh, she was like, oh, I think I had that same haircut and color when I was, your age, when I was like, 23. And I was like, oh. And Damn. then and we walked away, and... Eric is, you know, a photographer, and he's like, I was going to offer to take your picture with her, but I think you might have died. And I was like, yep, I probably would have. And another one of my friends. I definitely have a picture. I think I have a picture with her, but Jen Bartell, I could not use words. Like, I was just like, huh. Like, amazing. Yeah, and she had uh, had a booth, and it was like one of those things where you're like looking for the number of the booth, and you don't know where it is, and then all of a sudden you're in front of her, and you're like, uh, 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 and you're just like, oh, <laughs> uh, what are words, and I don't, oh my god, just I like just, point like, at what you want. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just that please. Uh, this and um, I brought this comic. it's you you did this like I just like didn't and then I walked away and then (laughs) so I for sure do not have a picture with her and my boyfriend was like don't you wanna and I was like oh I can't I can't (laughs) just let me go I can't (laughs) yeah they are both fantastic oh my god they're so great so great I've I've only ever been to really really small conventions Uh, there was a wizard world that came to Richmond and it was, it, it, I mean, they, they take over the convention center, but it's still nothing like New York Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, <clears throat> and then there was another one here that was literally like in the lobby of a hotel. Like that's how tiny it was. Oh. <laughs> I um, totally, um, there's a small one that happens in Oakland called Kraken Con and that was a very 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 small one but it happened around October so I sewed together a little like a little sister from Bioshock cosplay and went and it was it was pretty nice because it was like bleak and dreary outside so I was like this is super great Um, (laughs) uh, but there's one in Sacramento called Sac Anime and that one is very near and dear to my heart Um, it's a little smaller. It isn't a convention center, but um, super fun to just like drive up, have a cosplay for the day, and hang out. Like, so I I love small conventions too. There you go. Did <laughs> uh did did you guys see this thing um about San Diego Comic Con suing Salt Lake City Comic Con or something like that? I, was it because why? they copyrighted Comic-Con? I think so, yeah. Um, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Which is strange because I like I, I heard about it uh, actually earlier today. Uh, and then I Googled it just to like look up stuff. And I'm seeing stuff from last year. Like this was a thing that happened last year. Not oh my goodness. recently. But, but yeah, there's some weird thing that the name Comic-Con is actually trademarked and so anyone who's not san diego technically can't call it comic-con um i'm looking at it right now uh i guess it was ruled in sdcc's favor um Mm -hmm. but yeah violating copyright law with their use of the term comic-con that's great yeah i remember seeing it about it a year ago come up and I was like that's the stupidest thing ever nobody's gonna award San Diego Comic-Con trademark for the words Comic-Con because everybody uses it and then they did and I was like what are you doing and what I've noticed this year with all the cons is that it looks like San Diego is the only one that can call itself just Comic-Con not like because I've seen like Emerald City Comic-Con is still Emerald City Comic-Con New York San Diego I've seen them yeah, and Rose City. I've seen San Diego call themselves just Comic-Con. They're like, are you going to Comic-Con? And they mean, like, them. So I think mm. that that's how they've got it trademarked, but you can still use it afterwards. Because I feel like if they made a big deal out of getting the trademark, they're going to get on everybody's cases for using it, but they haven't done that. It's weird. So I don't know. It's so weird, right? <laughs> Bunch of nerds, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's strange to me. Um, yeah. No, uh, Belinda, you mentioned the Game Boys of Color podcast 
earlier, mm-hmm. I was listening to an episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily, and mm-hmm. Greg mentioned that he was hoping to get one of you guys on, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I, I messaged you in our d- d- Discord thing. I don't know if, if you saw it, but he was like, I met someone from the Geeks of Color website, and they do a podcast, and we're hoping to get them on eventually, maybe, someday, who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was actually, like, oh my god, I know them! <laughs> yeah, um, so that, uh, Greg is actually, that's a really funny story. So um, at RTX, they had a comedy show where a bunch of um, people did stand-up comedy. Did, did, um, did you get to watch the documentary? I haven't watched the documentary because oh, we were doing interviews during um, the RT Docs panel where they did screen it. Okay. Um, I really want to watch it. I do too. Uh, very, very badly. <laughs> and um, But yeah, so uh, Greg was there and kind of met him. Uh, me and uh, Jordan and Amber, who I was there at RTX with, uh, were all in the gaming part and all do news reporting for Geeks of Color. Um, so yeah, we met with him and chatted with him and it was pretty cool. You know, saw him kind of that whole night, uh, met his wife, Jen, who was also really amazing. She's fantastic. Um, she's so, 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 so great. And they're both really great and kind of just hung out, you know, just, you know, chatted with him throughout the night. And then the next day, um, so what I did this year is I kind of double dutied as, um, a guardian, like an RTX guardian, Mm -hmm. because I did that last year and loved volunteering. And so when we were coming as media this year, I was like, (coughs) I can do both because that's what I try to do is help everybody. Um, And so I kind of went in the next day and one of my fellow guardians, his name is Corey, very great. And he was like, hey, did you talk to Greg Miller last night? And I was like, why? (laughs) I was so confused. Like, yeah, he talked about you guys. Um, at the kind of funny panel, and I was like, "Huh?" And it was just like mind-blowingly, like I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And yeah, yeah so he is interested with like hanging out with us. Um, I, like I said, Emeryville is right across the bridge from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and I go to school in San Francisco, so he was like, "You know, whenever you've got time, come down." Um, come on the show, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to spoil anything, but just keep a lookout for me um, on the show in September. And then Whoa. in October, um, the Geeks of Color team, Jordan and Amber, are trying to come down for TwitchCon. And what? just look out for October as well, towards the end of October. I, I will be in the chat then, as long as it's please, not as long. I, please I, hype me up in the chat. <laughs> I, 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 that's one of the things because my j- j- job lets me basically do whatever I want. I watch the kind of funny morning show and kind of funny games d- d- daily live yeah. every single uh-huh. weekday. Um, and they've been uh, he's he's been saying for a while now that he's wanting to k- kind of find these newer faces out out there to be mm-hmm. like the next g- generation of kind of funny and whatever else um and you know j- just to shed some light on hey who else is out there you know doing some awesome things in gaming journalism and so mm-hmm. on and so forth um, so yeah, I, I most likely, as long as it's not September 7th, uh, I, I will be in the chat there. 
Why was September 7th? Spider-Man on PS4. (laughs) So I'm going to be playing that all day, and I'm sure Greg will be too. (laughs) Well, Greg is very excited for Spider-Man Day, as am I. But you should maybe wink nudge have kind of funny games daily open on spider-man day in the background well, while you're you playing go. spider-man just I, uh I, just I a little wink sure nudge to, <laughs> I, I will be sure what to possibly be tune happening? in <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that uh is still like uh, whenever it's mentioned to me i just am like hmm me no um <laughs> So, yeah, it's really cool that they are so close and he was just like, oh, my God, you're right there, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I was like, yes, I am. So he has been just so kind and he is so willing to give back um, to the community, to anyone that wants to get started in games journalism or loves games. um, And he is just the greatest human ever. And I'm so excited to you know start this relationship with him and kind of funny and and geeks of color and just like do this whole thing all together so thank thanks for mentioning that that i was like oh my god yeah Yeah, he did say that (laughs) yeah uh so i'm i'm super excited about that as well i've i've kind of like it's it's interesting for me because i'm i look up to kind of funny and rooster teeth and stuff like that to mm-hmm. be like hey that's kind of what I want to do like I, I I have my degree in graphic design and that's like the career stuff that maybe I want to do but if, mm-hmm. if I could really like live my dream it'd be to just sit here and talk about comics and video games and all that <laughs> stuff uh, and just do that because that it, it's so much fun to just sit here and get to geek out with people so fun people are so passionate and when you get to talk to someone else that's equally passionate it's like magic yes (laughs) yeah Um, exactly yeah like um with me and eric's podcast we recorded um before this last arc we recorded an uh an episode on saga because um we are like we are an in like an independent like we want to focus on indie comics whereas like image is like sort of indie comics but we were like let's just start off with a bang let's just talk about saga because who doesn't love saga yeah and (laughs) yeah so we talked about it and then um i don't know if you guys read this last arc i'm not caught up i read it in trade Oh my! Same. God. I have to wait till what is it? October? Something like that. Are yeah. you waiting for the the trade? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I actually caught up on the trade right before this arc, and then I what I usually do um, is like buy single issues in an arc and then read them after I have all of them like all the way through. And then they were like, "We're going on a little break," and I was like, "How dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Why do you do this?" <laughs> I've I've seen the cover image and I It's I'm, not it's ugh. very unsettling. It's very it's a very unsettling image and I was I just, like why? I, I, I'm so like I'm physically nervous and anxious just to be like oh god something something not good is coming. I can't <laughs> even not ready. like I can't even please like I I guess I'll just I'll I'll talk to you guys about it in October, but it yeah. just <laughs> equally we'll reconvene amazing, in October. <laughs> like 
pre-break arc as like the rest of it because Saga's just you know an untouchable book because yeah I I just and yeah but like that first episode where we were just talking about it it's just me and Eric going back and forth just hyping each other up just like <laughs> yes yes the art is amazing yes all the right and just like <laughs> and I was like yeah it's basically us just fangirling over Saga and then we're like oh and that's our time goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds but good. Yeah, it's such a good series. It's so stupid good. Even the ending of this last trade, or the trade before the last trade, I think seven, yeah, um, like broke my heart into a million pieces. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just this this one's going to need a year to heal. So get to it. I don't want to hear that. And that that gives it. you time to like reread <laughs> everything too once it once it finally comes back you have that whole year-long intermission kind of thing to be like okay i'm, I'm gonna reread these maybe i missed something mm-hmm. yeah and um what i really love about single issues um and which is why i try to get single issues is i love the letters at the end mm-hmm. um and i love when um the writers just talking about, you know, just reflecting <clears throat> on their own work and, you know, explaining this choice or talking about this um, in the back. And it's like my favorite thing. And you kind of miss that when you read trades, uh, which makes me very mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the f- so when it flips over to the letter section and that last issue, it's blank. And then the next page is like, I thought I'd just give you guys a moment. and i was like i hate when they do uh, shit like that it's like uh, i I know this broke your heart but (laughs) yeah they're like sorry about that see you later and i'm like you know it why did you do it i know right yeah it's great though it's just it's really (sighs) such a great book yeah yeah I really like single issues, but I, when I was working at the comic shop, was a high school and then a college student, so I couldn't really keep up or afford them. Mm -hmm. And then now, like, I, my base, my home comic shop that I worked in is in Lacey, which is another hour south of me, and so I just Mm. can't make it, and I refuse to find anywhere else to buy comics from because nowhere will ever be as good. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's the comic shop that Eric works at, in case anybody's wondering, it's called Gabby's Olympic Cars and Comics, and it's amazing. They just extended their second floor. They've got a cafe, a whole shebang. I've and been so I seeing don't. pictures of them building it. Oh, oh fun it's fact cool. uh, about Kelly and Allison um, that, like I said, I listened to, Ad- or I was telling You Kyle and I were I talking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so <laughs> Love Out of the Fridge, that's kind of where I know Al- uh, Eric from, and then that kind of... S- he was just like, you want to do this in independent comic podcast with me? And I was like, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I love them. You know, I've never met them because I've never made it out to Seattle. I will at one point in my life because the weather is my cup of tea. <laughs> um, so I have never met Kelly and Allison before. And they kind of did this whole giant trip through California recently, um, up and down California. And they went to Disneyland, and then they came up, and they were like, hey, we're going to be in San Francisco. What, like, do you have any suggestions, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, hey, um, one of my favorite places in the world is the Walt Disney Family Museum. That's over in the Presidio, which is 
right by the Golden Gate Bridge um, for anyone that only knows San Francisco as having the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, <laughs> so it's over there. And I was like, if you want to continue your Disney fun times, um, you can go to that. And it's really great. It, it's a whole museum chronicles his life. Um, from beginning to end where he grew up, you know, the creation of all these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful films. And they were like, done. We are so down for more Disney in our lives. And I was actually going to a talk there at the museum on the same day oh, wow. that they would be visiting. So I actually met them. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff happens. Like, internet is crazy. And I was just like, Holy crap. It's like, I, I <laughs> like, recognize you guys. I know who you yeah, are. <laughs> I was like, I know your voices. <laughs> um, so, yeah, meeting them was super cool. And they went around um, in the museum and absolutely loved it. <laughs> and it was so, so great to see them. Yeah. They they yeah. they took a picture. I, I, I don't know if it was at the museum or at uh, Disneyland uh, of them. It, it, it was Allison and Kelly with uh, someone in the, I, I don't know what you call, call it, I guess a costume. One of the workers there, character? I imagine. Yeah, one of the characters was Max from the Goofy movie. Yeah. And it, it, it was them taking a, a, a picture uh, with him and they posted it on Twitter. And I, 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 I commented, man, and Andrew Chard looks different without the beard. <laughs> I was like, don't kill me, Andrew. <laughs> it was really so funny. funny. I had to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, so I think it's funny that, Belinda, that you, like, know of them slash know them because this whole time I've been like, she sounds kind of like Allison. Oh, my Just gosh. Bit yeah. In my head. Yeah, it was really fun to uh, work at the comic shop with them because yeah. I, like, didn't know what fridging was. I didn't know what podcasting was. I was a little baby, like 17 year old volunteer. And then I got hired on when I was 18. And so it's just like, these are the coolest people ever. And then I got to know Eric and changed my mind. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's an immense amount of shit. He's, uh, he thinks he's too good to be on the podcast this week. He's filming a movie. Uh, so he's, he's moved on. He's a big movie (laughs) star now. He thinks he's too cool for us. He's super yeah. too cool for us. Yeah. I even asked him, I was like, hey, you want to record our next episode of our podcast after this podcast? And he's like, man, I just can't. I'm too cool. Like, don't have time for you. Like, can you call my assistant? She'll schedule you in. Oh, and I was man. like, all right. Yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> I am the unpaid intern. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't even hang out with me this week. But that's because he went on vacation for his birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which that's sounds cool. great. Happy belated birthday red. to Eric. You're officially so old now, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, let's see. I I have one more thing. I one k- kind of question that leads into a story that I have that I want to sh- share. Actually two stories that I want to share, but I'll save one for the end cuz that one it's kind of a non-story. It's something that happened that was just, that was really weird. Um, Belinda. Yes. From following you on Twitter, <laughs> I have noticed that you are a collector of the Great Gatsby books. I am. I am very curious about that. 
Um, so great. First of all, why that book in particular? Um, I just remember I read it uh, about junior year in high school, just like everybody usually does. Yeah, that was um, me, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, every, everybody knows the book, um, has heard of it, read through it, had to talk about it. Um, I can't, like, I don't really know why. It was one of those things where it was sitting on the desk. I was like, wow, it's really pretty. And then I went to read it that night and then just blew through the whole thing. And something about it was just so beautiful and moving to me. And I fell in love with it, like head over <laughs> heels, fell in love with it. Um, I just remember we had to do a pro actually it was it kind of sucked that I read through the whole thing because like the whole like next couple <laughs> months I had to just be like, mm, I don't know what happens. Don't ask me, you know, <laughs> and just like. Man, what if this blah blah blah? Your theory's wrong. Your theory's wrong. Yeah, Your theory's like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like <clears throat> nice try. <clears throat> That's not gonna happen. But like, I just something about it really just jumped out at me. You know, it's the first time I had read Fitzgerald's work, um, and just his writing style really just resonated with me. Um, someone that just really loves adjectives and likes to describe things. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I like really can't. It's one of those things where you find a piece of art that just speaks to you in like this like otherworldly way that just and you okay. just fall in love head over heels. And that's kind of where it started. And so that started um, all the projects, group projects that we had to do on it. I was like, it's fine. I'll just do the whole thing. I know everything about the American dream now and like <laughs> all this stuff and like symbolism and themes and everything and like corruption and like everything was just. Yeah. And so that was my favorite book then. Actually, then I was just like, yeah, it was really great. I liked it. Um, over so, time. Yeah. I... When did you start collecting it then? Yeah, so I would reread it from time to time, and it was one of those books that I kind of found something different every time I reread it, depending on, um, like, when in my life I was reading it. You know, sure. sometimes it's uh, what's really cool. Some people are like, it's a romance. Some people are like, it's a tragedy. Some people are like, it's social commentary. And it's just like, it's such a, it's a small book, but it's packed with, like, all these different things that people can take what they want from it. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, and I went to um, a bookstore and there was just another copy that looked different from my copy. And I was like, pretty, I want it. <laughs> and then so Ooh, I got it. I actually, if uh, you go back in my Instagram, there's a post from that specific day oh, wow. um, that I was like, wow, these two are really different. Maybe I'll start, like, one day I'll have the first, like, <clears throat> edition from 1925. Um, and then that kind of, like, started it. And then I just, you know, love old bookstores. So everywhere I go, I pop into an old bookstore, no matter where I am. See if if there's shelves of books, I just go in. And then, you know, I would just peruse and I'll be like, wow, this is another one that I've never seen. Oh, this is another one that I've never seen. And it just started this, it just kind of snowballed. And they are just so many, so many different. I think my collection is almost about 90. So I'll be Holy hitting up. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> a big, big, big thing is that we don't realize that different countries 
self-published things um, in different languages and there's different, you know, um, like overseas companies. So there's actually a website called Book Depository um, that's based in the UK and the UK (coughs) has their own like giant string of publishers and their covers are super gorgeous and very different. And if you read, yeah, it's just so... I don't know. And I have all those different editions and they're all different from each other, which is what blows me away from the descriptions on like the flaps or like the back right, right. or like some of them have extra stuff. Like I obviously have all the movie editions, um, both from the Robert Redford one and from the Leonardo DiCaprio one. My parents got me one when they were in Taiwan, so I'll never be able to read it, but God damn, it's gorgeous. Um, I have another friend that got me some from Japan. My best friend got me a French one, an Italian one. That's so um, awesome. I had another friend get me one from Spain, uh, and it's just, they're, it's, such an, it's such a classic book that it's been reprinted a lot <laughs> and with different publishers and different languages and different shapes and sizes i have a miniature one that's from germany it fits in the palm of my hand and it's the whole book that one's my favorite right that's now that's crazy it's nuts and um yeah so it's i just pretty handy yeah so every time i just <laughs> step into a bookstore um i just grab one or sometimes i'll just be online and look up um editions of gatsby and then i'll be like yep that one's mine and then i'll order it or you know it just it's just something that I haven't, like, I don't think there's, like, an end to it. And it makes me very happy, so. Have, have you thought about diving into more than just the book and, like, props from the movie or scripts or stuff like that? Um, no, not really. I haven't um, got, went that deep into it. Um, it. It was, like, the book that I had fallen in love with. I would love to get a copy of the script. I actually have a script for, so I also have a bunch of Fitzgerald books in general um, okay. because I like him as I don't an even author. Really know what else he's written? He only has like five books, but he has a bunch of short stories, like so many short stories. Okay. Um, but yeah, he only had he only published five books in his lifetime. The last one is like was published uh, posthumously. But yeah, so he has a short story that got adapted into a film called The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh. Yeah, so that's his short story that was adapted into a film. So I have that script booklet, actually. Interesting. Um, You can start a museum. I I want to be like I want to be like the largest collector of Great Gatsby's. (laughs) And I think it's like a really like I collect a bunch of things. I collect like Disney mugs. Um, I have a bunch of just really cool Disney mugs um, and just little things like that. But I feel like Gatsby is something that kind of like defines me. Like people are like, oh yeah, like Gatsby this, Gatsby that. Send it to Belinda. Um, I I wonder if you could get into like the Guinness Book of World Records for like the person with the most like numbers of copies of a single book and they're all different. That would be very cool, but I, I feel like there's got to be somebody, and and that has like a really classic book, like something like, The Odyssey. 
or like something like the really, Bible. really, really, really. <laughs> or the Bible. Oh, there you go. Yep. You just nailed it. I was like, I'm sure there's somebody out there that has like a thousand copies of the Bible, I bet. Um, but yeah, like I keep, I've actually like tried and like searched through the internet to see if anyone else is collecting Gatsby's and taking them from me, but I have not <laughs> found it. So I'm just going to keep quiet until Scoping I have like... out the competition. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, um, yeah, so like actually like, uh, like a goal of mine is to kind of have like an online community where I know like a lot of people in different places mm-hmm. um, because they're I'm sure they're amazing amazing copies in like a very small bookstore in like India you know what I mean yeah. that I will never be able to get to but maybe someone goes there every day and they're you know and maybe they listen to this podcast and they're like, wow, let me check it for her and then see it. And they're like, do you have this one? I'm like, no. Of the 12 like, people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> or, you know, it, you, you never know, right? Knows, but yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of my favorite thing. Um, it just, there is no greater feeling than like, I walk into a bookstore, first, first thing I stop by is F in fiction or literature, wherever it is. And yeah, F fiction. F fiction. <laughs> um, and like, it's funny because I've gotten used to, you know, the authors that surround Fitzgerald. So there's Penelope Fitzgerald and there's Flaubert and there's like. Flaubert. Like, yeah, Flaubert. There's and a there's name. Fielding and like all these words. And I'm like, maybe I should check them out one day since I see them all the time. <laughs> one um, day. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's super. It's like my favorite collecting thing, just because other people think it's really unique too. It is. Uh, and if you ever find yourself in Northern California, come over and I'll stand in front of it and be like, "This is this, and this is this one, and this is this one, and this is this." I should just make a video, and then so everybody can see it, and I'll like go. You should through start all charging, the- and this is the unofficial <laughs> mini museum, museum. tour. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, come back to me in like um, a couple years, and I'll have everything in glass cases. And... There you go. After <laughs> after you get the poster frames for everything else. Exactly. Right? It'll, <laughs> um, it'll happen. So I I have a bit of a weird story to share with you guys, uh, kind of about the Great Gatsby, uh, and I totally forgot this happened to me until I started following you on Twitter. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, The Great Gatsby. I remember that book. Um, so, Jess, you've you've read this book, right? Or you, have you seen the yeah. movie or something? I think I read it in college, actually, okay. because I did Running Start, and so I took some different classes. But I remember reading it, and I saw the Leo DiCaprio movie. So I really don't remember anything that happens in this book. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you what it's about. Um but I remember reading it in high school, and it was, yeah, I think my sophomore year that I read the book, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I, I was never a huge fan of school. I just kind of skated by. I was like, I'm going to be in art school, so most of this academic stuff I don't really care about all that much. Uh <laughs> The only somewhat academic thing was like the creative writing stuff like that because that's art Mm -hmm. too, you know. Um, But we read this book, The Great Gatsby, uh, 
and I it was one of those things where like the school has a whole bunch of copies and you like you sign out on a sheet which numbered copy you have Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we read the book we did our like two week unit on on the, the book and then we moved on and that was that I went to college uh and i want to say it was either my freshman or sophomore year i get a package in the mail and i was like okay that's strange like i'm not i didn't buy anything from amazon uh i don't know what this is or who sent it and there was no there there was return address but it was like a non-return address um if, if that makes sense. it was like it Mm -hmm. came from this location but it's not in in like an actual address Um, Mm -hmm. um, and I was like I don't recognize this I don't know what it is so I opened it up and it was a book and it was the great Gatsby oh my god and I was like I what who is this from like what the hell Uh, and I I open it up and I start looking at it and it's the copy that I had in high school Oh my gosh. It had the same notes, like the, the pencil notes that someone else had written in, in the book. I was like, I, I remember these. It's like, this is the same book that I had in high school. This is so weird. Oh my goodness. And I, I, tr- I like, I was waiting for someone to like message me on Facebook to be like, hey, I, you know, the school was selling these books. I got one. I found the one that you had. Here's, you know, no one said anything. Um, oh my gosh and so I, I tried to do some research on the return address and it, it, it was more of a company uh that had like sent the book and i looked up this company there was nothing about them on the internet um cool. i i finally found somewhat of an address and i looked it up on google earth the, the thing there's nothing there oh it's my an gosh. empty field and that is so, so frightening. Yeah, to Ugh. this day, I, I I have the copy, and I, I have no idea who sent it to me or how they knew like where I lived at at the time. Oh, like, so weird. I mean, I I guess my English <clears throat> teacher then could have contacted the school to get some kind of information, you know. But even still, it's like, why would they go to such lengths to mail me this book that I don't even remember what happened and was, like, not particularly fond of? (laughs) You have it still, right? Yeah, it's right here in my hands. (laughs) Oh, Um, my God, that's magical. Have you read it again since you received it in case there's, like, any secret messages? I mean, I've, like, skimmed through it to see if there was something like mentioning me uh but i i i don't think so i've not actually gone back to reread the thing most most of the writing that i do is comic books so unfortunately i'm not much of an actual book reader so this is the start of like a treasure map like this doesn't just happen it really (laughs) is i have no idea so if one of our 12 listeners out there is the person that sent this to me (laughs) um and you are also the competition buying up these books from belinda you should (laughs) expose yourself and uh who are you yeah who are you damn it (laughs) oh my god that's so cool that is so cool that's 
So I would have read it right away. This is a sign that they know that you didn't read it Maybe or I should. remember. It. Yeah. And you must read it again. It is like I would say because you know, you it's a book that you study in school, so it's a school book. So I'm not going to tell like I don't recommend the Great Gatsby to everybody. I'm not like you should read this because you know, not a lot of people want to be reading you know, classic literature at all times. But I would have read it right away because it just was <laughs> mysteriously sent. Oh my gosh, that blows my mind. I, it's so, I was just I'm like, so uh, creeped out that like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to touch this thing. It's a key to a safe uh, deep in the earth. Uh, that you are supposed to discover. Yeah, I mean, like there, ten years. <laughs> there are notes, like lines are underlined. Um, they like I'm at the end of page eighty-five, which is the end of chapter four, uh, and their note is "Go for it, kiss the girl." Did <gasps> you know? I, I I don't I don't know what any of this means, Beautiful. but it's like Gatsby it. has ulterior motives. Maybe, Maybe I you have really do this. A secret admirer in high school and so like the assuming that it's underlined I'm gonna assume it's a girl maybe there was this girl that had this huge crush on you and saw that that was the book that you had and like stayed in contact with you through facebook or something and then sent it and are underlining that kind of thing to like be weird and let you know that they're into you it's totally something i would do so I yeah a hundred percent something i would do Linda ever sends someone a book? It was me. <laughs> it's got code. It, yeah, it has a secret code confessing her deep love for whoever receives the book. Yep. That is exactly yeah, wild. It. Here's that something is... else that's un, un underlined. He owned some drugstores. A lot of drugstores. You should go to some drugstores and Someone be like, Someone is you trying send me to drug this? me. Yeah. yeah, that or they think you're on drugs. Yeah. Who oh knows? That's that so wild. So I've mysterious. got... This is reminding me of two different things. Because one, I just watched the movie on Netflix today to all the boys I've loved before, which is so yeah. cute. So um, cute. And it's this girl, she like... It's this Asian girl. She writes. She's in high school. She writes these five letters to boys that she used to like or does. She writes them at the time that she likes these boys. And at the time of her doing the, the movie happening, she doesn't like any of them but one anymore. And then those letters get out. And so, like, that's – this is making me think of that in, like, you know, elaborate ways to let people know you care. Like, she wrote them and she addressed them, but she never meant to send them. But it was, like – her way to like let it out that like I care about you deeply um and it's also reminding me of a book called I am the messenger by Marcus Zuzak he wrote my favorite book which is the book thief, the book thief. um yeah I have like five <laughs> copies of that one not a, not 90 but five <laughs> you're getting there he, you just I've they got, reproduce them and you're just like that one's really yeah. pretty I've got the original I've got the movie cover I've got a hardback that I got from Powell's and I See? have one that specifically like that I lend out that's how it starts like, exactly yep. next I thing you know cocaine copy. yep <laughs> <laughs> but um he wrote this other book called I am the messenger and it's this really interesting story uh it takes place in Australia where he's from of this kid who I can't even remember the main character's name. It's told from a first-person point of view. But he gets he, st he helps stop a bank robbery, and he gets a playing card oh, in the mail because he plays this one card game with his friends. And Speaking it of has bank robberies, I have a story to tell af after this, too. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking I of bank robberies, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, this card has instructions, and 
he I think the first card they're just addresses and so he goes to each address and there's something for him to do and then when he completes that one he gets another card and it has different clues and there is a Sokka stop eating that plant sorry I have a cat um, <gasps> named eating Sokka our... yes his name is Sokka is like, he the quenchiest <laughs> yes He's we can the talk, quenchiest. I would love to talk about my cat um, oh my gosh but yeah anyway so he gets these cards and he's tasked to do these different things to make the world better and one of those things is he gets a card that has different names on it that are books and then in these books there are pages that are underlined and as well as words um and so he has to like those are the addresses so you never know it could totally be something that like intense <clears throat> really yeah. good book by the way who knows i'll 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 finally have to go reread <laughs> this eventually and figure it out see if there's a code to unlock there's totally a code somewhere. I'm like, it's going to invade my thoughts for a long time. I'm just going to send you a message like at 3 a.m. Be like, what if? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. S if your superhero us? origin story, you're supposed to rescue someone whenever you got it. Like, send us your best theories. <laughs> Comment on YouTube what you guys think you're, the, the, what really happened. That's what oh I want to know. That is um, so interesting. Also, to all the boys I've loved before, it's just so precious. Like, it's a very precious romantic comedy, and I loved it. And I just want to say that. It was so cute. There you go. Um, I just turned my screen back on for the people who are actually making the podcast so you can see my cat and also my boyfriend. <gasps> Sorry, I love orange cats. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sokka's my little baby. He's just over, he's almost two and a half years old, but not quite. And he's just about 12 pounds, and he's a very handsome cat. Oh my god. Very handsome boyfriend, and he's <laughs> focusing like... more on the cat. Yeah, oh my he's gosh. so spoiled. Look at him. <gasps> Amazing. Oh my goodness gracious. So cute. I he's purring. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but he's he's purring. He's oh cold. my he's... gosh. I've got him near my mic, so that might have. I up. want a cat so bad. Oh, also, nice Jen Bartel Wonder Woman behind your head right now. Thank you. <laughs> I have the um, I have. Oh shit! I have that. I have that, and I have um the girl gang one, with um, so, all the Star Wars girls. I love. Yeah, them. I've got some of her pins too. But so there's a funny story about this Jen Bartel Wonder Woman. You can't. There's a tiny little scratch on it right here because when we were getting ready to move, we had it in this frame and it, the window was open that it was leaning against and it fell and all the glass cracked. Oh, no. So my wonderful – and I, like, cried because she wasn't – it's only a tiny scratch, but it wasn't on her web store anymore. And so mm -hmm. I was like, I can't get another perfect one and I need to have a – like, it was like, I need to have a perfect one. And so I'm, like, crying on the couch and, you know, my boyfriend's like, well, did you check her store? And I'm like, yes, I checked her store. And then a couple weeks later, we're, like, in the car and he grabs the mail and there's this tube and there's another piece of mail. And he's like, oh, yeah, we'll just open them later. And then we get home and he's like, hey, got you something. And he hands me this tube. And I couldn't immediately tell what it was because when Jen Bartel sends stuff from her store, it's got, like, the name of the distributor, not mm -hmm. her name. Mm -hmm. And so I open it and it was a new – it was a brand new print. He had emailed her, like <gasps> – Oh, oh wow! Like, hey, here's what happened. Oh, fuck my she, life. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and then she had contacted her That's like awesome. warehouse manager, um, and they had found one. And I, 
It was one of the sweetest things that's ever been done that for me. So I have two copies of that. Freaking actually. cute. That the phone is, is up and it doesn't have glass in the frame. I'm trying and not to curse, but I'm really happy. You can curse <laughs> yeah, all you want on here. It's real fucking cute. Yeah, I mean, I do a podcast with Eric. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so cute. I'm so happy. Yes, yeah. I podcast in my nerd room. That's I awesome. Love it. Lots of nerdy stuff that nobody can see because it's a podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll video soon. <clears throat> One day, yeah, we'll yeah. get videos back up once we Just have be things like, figured Welcome out. to my nerd MTV. Welcome to my crib. Yeah. Cute. Just the one. Oh my go. god, that is the cutest freaking story <laughs> I have ever heard. I love it so much. It makes Yay. me so happy. It makes me really happy too. I was like over the moon. I was like, "That's so sweet." That's really cool of her to do too. Like, yes, yeah. super cool. I definitely tweeted and was like, "I don't know how you found this, but thank you." And then she's like, "Oh, it was my excellent warehouse manager who she like tagged." And I was like, "Thank you so much." And now I follow them both. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you keeping the new one like safe in like a yes area, and then framing the scratched one just in case it decides to fall out a window again? Yes, so the new one is actually still, like, in the tube because yeah. we were going to move it. So I, like, pulled it out, put it back in. The old one doesn't have the glass in the frame. So um, oh, okay. in case, like, Sokka tries to claw something or whatnot, you know, it's the one we're going to keep it up in case it gets more banged up uh, and find a really nice frame for the new one and then put that up. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a couple of, like, Cyclops prints um art things um because i order a lot of stuff from cyclops prints and mondo mondo is actually one of my favorite 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 places to get art from um and i have like an incredibles one and a toy story 3 one that are still in the tubes safe and sound because i moved and i was like no one's touching these and those for sure need to be in frames like i am not I am not putting them up without frames, and I, yeah, so those are still in tubes waiting to be put up one day, eventually. Someday. Yeah. It's kind of funny how that happens. You're like, I love this, but I need to protect it so therefore nobody can see it. Exactly. But also, they're weird sizes, so that's a <laughs> fun to deal with when looking for frames, because they are very odd sizes, like they're... They're more like strips and not like full like square rectangles. Oh. So that's going, that's the fun part is trying to find a frame that fits them. There you yeah, go. Yeah, framing is fun. Yeah. I have a question to ask you guys. It's a bit of change of subject. If you guys were to rob a bank, how would you do it? Um, or or would you rob a bank? Would would you rob something else? Like what what store would would you rob? Oh man! Like Belinda, are you gonna rob the Disney store so you can t take all of the Disney paraphernalia that you can find? Fuck. Yeah, it it'd be a Disney store, or it'd probably be the big giant Disney store in downtown Disney, if I'm being honest. I'm just kidding. Um, so there you go. Or like a bookstore. Any Disney employees, <laughs> listen up. Her name is Belinda Garcia. She <laughs> No, I'll, I'll literally be there in a week and they're all going to look at me. <laughs> it's her. Swarm, swarm. <laughs> we have to watch out for her. It'll just yeah. all be like stuffed animals and like mugs. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think I would rob a bank because one, that sounds incredibly hard. And two, like they always, they like mark the money. They know they always get the money back. I think I would rob the Funko pop store Um, (laughs) because here's the thing is my first answer was like a comic shop. And then I was like, no, those are always little, like I can't do that to them. I can only rob like a big store, like a chain, you know, a big company because I don't really want to mess with somebody. And I feel like Funko is big enough. And I would oh, yeah. just take, like, all the Harry Potter pops. And <laughs> like, how are they going to track that? So Put, like, a prosthetic mask and just... I've yeah. never bought a Funko Pop, but I just saw this past week that they're releasing Funkos of the Runaways. And I was like, oh, God. I I think I understand now. <laughs> when I they're... get to cosplaying again, it will be Nico and mark my words because she's very special to me. In my heart, yeah, she's so great. Favorite comic. Um, I love, 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 love. They're also releasing Avatar pops, and definitely gonna buy the Sokka one, and then just like put it next to my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Which like gets really confusing for some people. For Halloween at work, I dressed up as Sokka the character, and everybody was like, "You're gonna dress up as your cat?" And I was like, "No, No. the cat is named after (laughs) the character." Come on, you guys, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Which is, I think, we're going to dress Sokka the cat up as Sokka the character this year because it turns out it's super easy. Um, cats fit in toddler clothes, so we can just get them a blue tank top and, like, <laughs> boom. I've actually been re-watching um, The Last Airbender recently um, because one of my friends is actually watching them for the first time. So oh, we're, like, mirror-watching um, them and like writing emails to each other. That's so good. Um, just kind of like me reflecting on I had watched it like when I was much 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 younger, and then he's watching it for the first time and just kind of like comparing those two things and and then like uh, kind of like comparing them to you know what it's like now or like you know kind of just the themes <clears throat> that are surrounding these things and how like really freaking awesome it is <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so that's been sort of an experience, and just rewatching, I'm just like, the show is like still great. Like, it is it's amazing. So, it's so it's good. like so 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 great, and so like I can't believe I watched this like when I was in high school and watched it. I was like, yeah, I like it. It's really cool. And now I'm watching it as like a student and as an artist, and being like, whoa, like it was like really really <laughs> really amazing. Um, just seeing it in a different lens. Yeah. Now that I'm older, yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't even. Oh, hmm? go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick that like I didn't watch Avatar as a kid. My family did, but we had one of those minivans that had the drop-down TV, and I get super car sick. Oh, no. So I'd always just like go to sleep. And then I met my boyfriend Cody in college, and he was like, "No, you have to watch this." And I was like, "Okay, it's probably gonna be okay." And now I love it so much that I named my cat. Yeah, like the love yeah. of my life after one of the characters because it's that good. Oh my god, amazing! I th- I think if I were to rob a store, a, a, I think a bank would actually be the most fun. But I think I would go for something practical. Like I would rob like a furniture store and just like decorate my house. Be like, I'm gonna practical, get a nice bed frame. Maybe after get... you get the things, not practical <laughs> when you're trying to get the stuff out the hey, door. Hey, it's it's, it's, it's gonna like, be like. Oceans 28. I'm going to have a whole team of people. They're going to be moving things out. It's going to be <laughs> fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I, I ask for two reasons. One, I started watching a Netflix show uh, like a week or 
two ago. Um, it, it's it's all in Spanish. Um, the English name is Money Heist, which is a terrible name. Um, yeah. But the Spanish name is uh, La, La Casa de Papel. And it's a heist mm. story about these about this guy who gets a team together to rob the mint of Spain. And instead of stealing the plates, they go in there and lock themselves in and just run the 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 the, 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 the machines. Like they they t- t- take all the workers hostage and just have them run the machines and they're literally just printing money. The the, oh the more they're in there, I'm like, that's genius, that's fucking amazing, um, and he he has this whole scheme of like, here's how it's actually gonna work, and by time we're done, like the 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 populace of Spain will love us, like they'll think we're heroes, like all, all of the, that stuff, um, and it's been fascinating, but Ooh. on top of that, uh. So I, I, I work for a university, and I work uh, downtown in Richmond, and we got an email that from, like, the front door receptionist uh, who was like, hey, so be careful because the bank across the street just got robbed, uh, and they haven't caught the guy yet. Oh, <laughs> So, <okay. laughs> yeah, it, 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 oh. It, it, it was like... Huh. That's not a work email. <laughs> I do, what, like how 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 am I supposed to respond to that? I've never been in any kind of situation near where that's happened. Like I've been I've seen accidents happen like car accidents. It's like oh shit, you know, you you have to look, you know, um or, or 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 just like getting the the campus alerts of like hey there was like some kind of sexual assault thing that happened on campus we're monitoring this this situation um but an actual bank robbery like that it just seems so like surreal to me like that that doesn't actually happen in real life are you kidding me yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do it in the movies I know, or comics, right? Yeah, Rob Bank. Like or it just the doesn't make sense. <clears throat> I I just like oh, it's it's one of the things like I I I'm I'm a huge crime story fan, so I like all those like those heist films and like here's how we're gonna, gonna rob the bank and here's the plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just like I I always feel like in real life it would never ever work out like that i know right yeah like there's no way that this like this type of stuff can actually happen yeah because this is just a writer and i like being an artist myself i know artists and writers don't get paid very much if you can actually come up with a scheme to rob a bank that good (laughs) why aren't you robbing the bank (laughs) (laughs) so yeah because i don't know weird stuff i feel like there's I think every time I've seen, like, in the news, a bank robbed somewhere, the suspect always gets caught, like, a couple of days later because they try to spend the money, and they immediately start tracking those serial numbers because Mm -hmm. they're a bank, and they can do that, and they know what's, like, they keep real good track of that shit. And so it's just, like, even if you could successfully pull it off, why would you do it? Because you can't spend the money. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And... 
that's what's so genius about this money heist show is like the bank hasn't even touched this money yet. They don't know what the serial numbers are. Like ah. they won't be able to to track this stuff. And the the longer we're trapped in here, the more money we make. Hmm. So hmm. it's it's like, huh? That's kind of interesting. <laughs> don't get any ideas, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> but yeah. So fascinating stuff. Fascinating I, stuff. Uh, my new favorite show is on Hulu. Um, it is one that all of my that Cody and I are obsessed with. We made our roommate watch us so, watch it with us. We're Castle trying to get Rock? everybody else obsessed with it. Huh? Is it the, that new c- c- Castle Rock or whatever it's called? No, it's called Letter Kenny, hmm, and it huh. is this Canadian it. show that it's just wildly hilarious and what it is is that Letterkenny is a small town of about 5,000 people and it's made of hicks skids who are the math addicts um christians and hockey bros and it's just fucking hilarious and i would recommend that everybody watch it the first two seasons are on hulu they're like 30 minute episodes each um But if you're not sure you might be into it, just watch the, um, like, if you Google or YouTube Letter Kenny Cold Open, you'll find this amazing cold open that is their first ever, like, first season, first episode cold open. And it's just the two main guys, there's also farmers, the two main guys are farmers. They have such a good back and forth, uh, and they just, like, make super fun of these hockey players. And Cody and I actually love it so much that we're going to be the hockey bros for Halloween. We're already (laughs) thinking about that. Um, And they say things like wheel snipe sellies and dirty fucking dangles and things like that, that Cody and I just like parrot at each other all the time. And I'm sure everybody else is like, what is wrong with these guys? But it's so (laughs) fun and so funny. Interesting. That's been my new obsession. But yeah, it just follows a little small town. It's like, it's like small town comedy kind of thing, or is is, is there yeah. more of a drama plot thing? It's it's more comedy. The plot of the main season is the main guy Wayne, who is a farmer. His girlfriend of like five years cheats on him and breaks up with him, and she had taught him not to fight when previously he'd been the toughest guy in Letterkenny. So the first season is kind of about him like regaining that title. Um, and then the second season is more about like his love life, so it's got little underlying plots. Okay. Um, but it's just like touches every episode touches on you know each set of characters, and they all kind of interact. So, like there's the farmer guys, and then the farmer guys have us. The farmer Wayne has a sister who is bisexual, which is super great for me because I am bisexual, and it's Canada, so it's very like chill. It's not like, oh, hey, guys, it's just like she goes into a bathroom with a girl and then comes out wearing that girl shirt, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I was just like, I love this. Um, but, like, she at one point is dating both the hockey players, and so then, like, that's how you get the hockey players involved, and mm. it's it's really good. Um, but, yeah, it just follows this, like, little small town. It started, I think, as a YouTube show. Um, and it's hilarious. It's so great. It's very good. So that's my new show it's obsession. Cool sounds good mm-hmm. i don't want to keep you guys too long we've been recording for about an hour and a half now and we started half an hour okay. later than we normally do <clears throat> um so i i say we wrap it up there and call it a night okay 
sounds good yeah to me. sounds good i do have a little bit of housekeeping uh to share with everyone here uh let's see first things first our rss feeds have been fixed um if you guys have been previously subscribed to the whatnots by the whatnots on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts that feed is no longer going to be updated uh, as of mid-September. So I think by the time this comes out to the public, I think you'll have two weeks to go subscribe to the right things. Uh, in your podcast app, you can still search for the whatnots, and all of our podcasts will pop up there. There's one for the review show. There's one for the captain's log. There's one for reactor core. And then once, once we get uh, both questionable commentary and indie focus pod up and running um, those will have their own rss feeds as well so you guys can subscribe to all of them or you can pick the ones you guys want to listen to um so yeah two more weeks to go <coughs> subscribe to those and this uh i i say this one but i don't know which feed you're actually listening to this on i know as of like a week or two ago like literally a hundred percent of you were on the 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 old one uh so hopefully you guys can get that fixed in time uh i kind of mentioned that last week we didn't have an episode of the captain's log uh that we recorded one and it didn't happen we've actually not had uh an episode of the captain's log for the past two, two weeks so apologies for that hopefully everything goes smooth with this one it sounds like it it will uh, especially after, after finally figuring things out uh, and all of our technical di- difficulties this t- time. Things have run smooth while we, we were recording, so that's a good sign. Um, last but not least, uh, our episode on the podcast called Bubble. Uh, it's an audio drama comedy from the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, that was on... We, 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 we did an episode on the review show c- covering that podcast uh, and that was a lot a lot of fun go check it out and shortly after this comes out the next episode of the review show uh with me and jess uh will be coming out uh fingers crossed with that one that we won't have technical difficulties with that um but yeah that is it for housekeeping Jess, where where can everyone find you? What are you working on? What do you want to plug? Yeah, so my Twitter handle has changed just a tiny bit before uh, or since last time, which didn't go out to anybody because I don't like going by my full name. So it is, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Legend of Jess with a underscore in between Legend and of and after of and before Jess uh, because Legend of Jess without underscores is taken so that's me and then i am working with eric on questionable commentary which will come out in september i believe and that is questionable co5 on twitter as well we didn't pick that name (laughs) (laughs) there you go belinda what about you me i am on twitter at bbc garcia it is my initials just like jrr tolkien that's it's literally just my name um i'm on there i'm also on instagram same handle um you can find 
stuff on Geeks of Color, at Geeks of Color. Um, that's where we will be posting any gaming news. They also post a bunch of like pop culture news and such like that. That's where you can also find Game Boys of Color, which is our podcast there. Um, and then Eric and I's um, Indie Comics podcast will be releasing... I think around the same time, um, Jess and Eric's podcast will be um, releasing, and you can find that at at Indie Focus Pod on Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much where you'll find me. Uh, and you guys can yell at me on the interwebs uh, at Hush three fifteen on Twitter. Uh, and I am the man behind the mask of the whatnots on Twitter. Uh, we All of our shows will have updates on that channel, but uh, we do have a few of them, as you ladies mentioned, uh, that are specific for the podcast as well. Uh, so yeah, be go go check out some of the stuff uh, on thewhatnots.com if you guys like this show or any of the other podcasts that we do. You guys can head over to patreon.com slash thewhatnots and throw us a buck. Uh, give us your hard-earned money so we can make bigger and better <laughs> shows for you. Uh, if not, that's a-okay. Uh, we want you to enjoy the show no matter what. Uh, but if you guys could also help us out and tell a friend or something, you know, tweet about us, share our our episodes. That would help out a lot. Um, and yeah, that being said, this is the Captain's Log episode 19. And I guess we will see you guys next week. Adios, guys. Bye. Bye.